We're back here with another episode of the Diversions Podcast. We're your host here. I'm Keddy. It's B. And we had such an eventful weekend over here. Hell yeah, I'm exhausted. Yeah, it was a very exhausting day. Uh, for those who don't know, we had uh, the Smash Tournament happening over the weekend, and it was a great night, a great turnout of contestants, and just overall good times. Dude, I had a blast. That was so fun. Yeah, it was really fun. I'm very proud of the way the event went. It was very smooth. Uh, we had we we had so many people come in and try to enter the tournament that we even had to make a whole other second tournament that day of just because of how many people wanted to sign up. I feel bad so, for Pops because he got thrown into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really got thrown into that the first time. Just oh man, it was it was chaotic, but I think in the end everyone walked away happy because I mean I'm I'm flattered with the compliments that we got. They really liked how the event was handled was handled was handled. Um, you know, just good things, and you know, they're really excited. They want us to do more, so we're definitely going to keep doing some more tournaments. I think the next one that we're going to do is Mario Kart, so be on the lookout for that. Yahoo! Yeah, shout outs to uh, Redtail, by the way, for taking course in that tournament. That was, yeah. that was fucking awesome. Came man. in out of nowhere and just... Yeah, everyone was like, who is this guy? He's yeah. kicking everyone's ass. <laughs> really good, yeah. He smoked me in the in the third round, so hell yeah. Yeah, I would have definitely loved to come up against him and see how I am, but I fizzled out early, just wasn't feeling it. I don't know. You got your good days. You got your bad days. Yeah, that's how it is. That's how it goes. Either way, fifth place is not too bad. Hmm. I guess I'm just more disappointed because I know I could do better, but it is uh, what it is. Otherwise, I... Well, I got third, so I get to temporarily hold the title of the better <laughs> Smash player between the two of us. That's the funny thing. Everyone's saying, like, oh, it's like when the B gets the good. And I'm just like, what? I have been grinding my ass off. <laughs> and I'm over here. I'm just like, I kick this dude's ass every day. You do whoop me daily. I'm so glad we were on opposite sides in the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I would not have made it that far. It was just like he's so good. I'm just like I kick this dude's ass every day. I was like, where? I was like, I'm like, where are my flowers? But nah, I go yeah, easy on you, buddy. Uh huh. But yeah, great event. I I was re- I just like I'm really glad. Like I didn't know that we would be capable of hosting such a thing, especially with people who like Redtail was saying he came off another tournament and he just didn't like how that one was handled at all. I was very proud of the bracket I set up and the rules and everything like that. Yeah. So kudos to you on that. Finally put you to work. Now the new challenge is our next events. Yeah. Has, has it been decided? Mario Kart? Yeah. yeah. We said, I said Mario Kart. Ooh, yeah. baby Mario Karts. That's, that's, I'm not familiar with that one nearly as much, so wish us luck. But Yeah, a lot of people were asking me which Mario Kart are we going to be doing, and I was just like, probably Mario Kart 8, but I wouldn't be opposed to doing Double Dash. Double Dash would be great. I couldn't tell you the last time anyone's played that. Oh, though. man, Double Dash is so good. I love Double Dash. That's going to be a tricky and, like, one. Come on, Nintendo, put that on the Switch Online, please. Dude, seriously, you're you're holding on to money, just uh, letting that sit there. Yeah, definitely, definitely are. It's it's incredible. Yeah, looking forward to that Mario Kart tournament coming next month. Uh, we'll let you know more details as we keep hashing it out. So yeah. be on the lookout for that. But I guess to get the show started over here is we are going to start with new shows to recommend that we have for you this week. Uh, do you want to start off? Uh, yeah, I actually just started watching it today, and it's really cool. It's an anime called High Card. It's only three episodes in. <clears throat> is it poker? It is not poker, but it is based on uh, a deck of cards. <laughs> it's it's this made-up world and everything like that, and it's like pretty modern, but for whatever reason, there's this like 52 deck called X Cards or something like that. And each card like grants a different power, and like the card has to like choose you as its master. So... Uh, it's kind of very like JoJo's where like everyone has like their own special thing and right, they have to right. be clever with how they use it. Like one card is um, like the 10 of diamonds or something like that. And it just grants 
its user like extreme good luck, kind of like Domino from X Men. So like okay, nothing okay. bad can happen to them. So the way that the guy has to beat him in this one is he threatens his family and everything like that. Oh he's shit! Like, he's like, I can never take, like, I can never kill you, but I can hunt your family to the ends of the earth. And Ooh. so you want to give me that card now? Because there's like two competing agencies trying to like collect all the cards. Exactly. Uh, one is like working for the kingdom, and there's one one is working for like the biggest mafia boss in the in the country. So it's a it's a cool little thing, and of course you get your scrappy little guy who got thrown into this <laughs> world who has the lowest ranking card, but he has to figure out how to use the two of clo- or the two of spades or something like that. But isn't like the two of spades a big important card? And no, like it's dog shit, dude. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean I don't know. I'm not I'm not very much of a card player. So. Nah, two 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 is never good. Uh, I just have one question: Does the protagonist have a crazy hairstyle? It's it's not as wild as you would think, but he does look very basic anime pro tag. I'm saying it's not really a card anime unless the protagonist has some insane hairstyle. That's true. That's true. But no, pretty basic for anime uh, aesthetic. But you know, they all look the same got at it, a certain point. It. Is that all you got for us this week? Yeah, that's all I had time to watch. I was so busy printing stuff and getting everything ready for the <laughs> tournament that I, I have not had a life for like three weeks. Well, kudos to you. You did a great job in the trophies. Not Thank you. Lie. I'm very proud yeah, of the they way they came out really out. well. They came out really well. Check yeah. out his Instagram, people. Bumbling B underscore. You'll see that I've there. I've actually posted some things yeah. now. So, hey. Finally. Now we just got to work on him to get a profile picture. Hey, man. It's baby steps. <laughs> Leaps and bounds, Brian. Leaps and bounds. Uh, I have quite a few shows to recommend here for you guys. As always. Uh, the first one is actually, which is going to be... I guess related to a later topic that we're going to hear is Tron Uprising. It's an animated series that premiered way back on Disney XD. Um, I don't even it, remember this being a thing. Yeah, it was only it it only lasted 19 episodes. Oh. Um, it takes place in between the first Tron and the second Tron movie. Oh, cool. And I guess it's supposed to explain what happened to Tron and just like how the state of the grid came about to be in the sequel movie, basically. Elijah Wood was in this? Yeah, he voiced the main character. Wow. How the hell did I not hear about this? Yeah, it was not as much promoted as it should have been. Like I said, it's only one season, 19 episodes, but it was a very enjoyable run. I wish they did more. It's got 8.2 stars on IMDb. Yeah, like I said, it's it's a very well-done series. I'm very happy I actually went to watch it. It's like I never sat down myself to watch it while I was on TV, even though I did have Disney XD, but or I think I did have Disney XD. I'm not sure what I had back then, but didn't watch it, never sat down, but now that it's available on streaming, I think as a streaming service, a series, it probably would have done way better numbers now. Yeah, I bet. So, good show. Check it out. Another one that I have is actually that 90s show I actually finished watching the other day. Is You watched the whole first season? Yep. I watched the whole, it's only 10 episodes. That's good? It's good. I, wow, wouldn't say, okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say like spectacular. It's good. It's enjoyable. I think what I enjoyed most about it was when the old cast was involved. Because I think the show would have been better if it was about the old cast experiencing the 90s as much as it is about like this younger generation of kids experiencing the 90s. Like, I think that would have worked better. Yeah, but I mean, with all those, I mean, most of them are high profile actors nowadays. Yeah, like, yeah. It's kind of hard to get them to come together for a little series like this. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they did it like a limited series, like one or two seasons, or maybe one season and like 20 episodes or something like that, it probably would have been good. Yeah, I could see that happening. But so far, so good. I mean, I do like some of the new characters. They're not too bad, but I don't know. It's just. Are they all the kids of former cast members? Two of them are. Okay, and the other two are just. The other ones are just one like. Place. Yeah. Um, I guess two two kids from there are like the new neighbors to Red and Kitty, who after Bob moved out, they took the place. Oh, Bob. Yeah. Bob and... Bob and Midge. Midge. Yeah. 
Oh, the Pinciatis. So they they moved out. I don't know what happened to Mid yet. They haven't explained it, but we'll see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if she popped back up. Yeah. And then uh, the other one is a kid of... I don't know if there's a kid of Michael and Jackie, or I just know he's Michael's son. Well, didn't he have a kid with that... Like the librarian? Yeah. And they did not mention her at all so far. I mean, it's only the first season, so who knows? But I think she, she, I remember in that 70s show, she did move to Chicago. Yeah. I do recall that because that's when they wrote Ash and Kutcher out of the show. Yeah. And then uh, he ends up back together with Jackie, which for me was a surprise because like Jackie ended up with Fez and he had the other show. But I guess. Which to be fair, I didn't like that ending anyway. So it was a weird ending. Yeah. But still, it's, it's, it, it didn't make sense, but they kind of like did a quick explanation of how jackie and michael got back together okay so i mean it makes sense yeah they're together in real life right yeah now they're together in real life yeah there you go match made in heaven i guess so but i just know they have he has a son his name jay kelso so okay and then he's like has a crush on eric and donna's daughter leo scandalous yeah so it overall it's, it's a good series it's nice seeing like some 90s references again i guess because you and i grew up during the 90s yeah and as soon as I saw it was the year 1995, I was like, if I don't see Red Foreman playing Pokemon Red <laughs> in the next season, I am going to lose it. It's it's also nice to get, like, Deborah Jo, Deborah jo Rupp and uh, Kirkwood Smith back in action, yeah. too. Because oh, my God. those I will say those two definitely carry the season. I feel like it had to be that way because, like, that's, like, the anchor to the original show, you know? Yeah. Also, just Deborah Jo Rupp. Oh, my God. Someone give her an award. Like, oh, seriously. Like, she is hilarious. She's funny. It's like I said, those two definitely carry the shows, and I think I enjoyed the show more when those two were involved. I could see that being the case. Yeah. I mean, Fez does come here or there for the for some episodes, but <laughs> again, like I said. Good for I, him? <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I think I enjoyed the show. he on sh- like a CSI show now? Doesn't he have a million dollars? Yeah, episode? something like that. I don't know what he does now. He's all over the place. Remember yeah. when he hosted Yo Mama? Yeah. <laughs> He's also the voice of Handy Manny. Yeah, that I didn't know. <laughs> Is that show still going? I don't I don't think so. No? Oh, sorry, no. Manny. Ice got him. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> but that 90s shows, I would say, I would give it, you know, 6.57 out of 10, I would say. Oh, that's better than I was expecting it to do. Yeah. Especially given They're, Netflix's they, recent history of immediately canceling their shows. Yeah, I mean, I w- I mean I'd be surprised if they immediately canceled this one. But not too. they're not too heavy in the 90s references, which I guess was kind of good and bad. But seeing like a video store rental and everything. But there is one thing that uh, Tali did send me like a video for that when they're promoting at the Jurassic Park movie at the video store, there's like a copy of The Lost World. I mean, I'm just like, The Lost World didn't come out until like 97. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't come out until like VHS way later. So it's just Chill, like, nerd. Yeah. Well, you know me. I know, I know. So, but the last show here I have to recommend for you is actually Tokyo Vice. I don't know if I talked about this before. I think you have. Have I? Maybe. Or maybe you've just mentioned it to me to watch before, but yeah. I can't remember. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't, but it, overall, it still is a really good show. It's about the underground uh, Yakuza scene over in Tokyo, mm-hmm. and this one r- American reporter uh, starts reporting news on him and starts. Who's to, in like, that? Uh, it's like Ansel Elgert, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that dude. Okay. I like him. Yeah. Really good in the show. I'm excited waiting for season two because season one ended up such a crazy cliffhanger that I'm just like, mm-hmm. oof. Exciting. So definitely check it out. I think when I was watching it, I just because I, I guess I missed from my trip to Japan. I just wanted like that whole aesthetic. <laughs> give me that vibe. Feel back. yeah, give me that vibe again. And so <laughs> I came across this show, and I was like, oh shit! I was like, this is vibes aplenty. Yeah, good right. show overall. 
I, I like it a lot. Definitely check it out. HBO Max. Hopefully, season two is announced pretty soon or released really soon. But cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check that one out, man. Then I'm told I got to watch Sex Education on Netflix. Who's telling you that? My mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's your mom's got good taste. It's a good show too. It's true. Very good show. All right. But leading in over here to the main topics, um, Tron 3, titled Tron Ares, or is it Ares? I don't know which one. I think Ares. All right, we'll go with Ares. It's uh, coming from Disney, and the only reason I th- I like figured they were making another Tron movie is because they announced that new ride was coming to their park's light cycle. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I was like, if they're promoting a new ride, I was like, they have to be working on something. Yeah, you don't just whip Tron back into the zeitgeist without having a plan yeah. for it. And so filming is beginning in August, but for me, here's the kicker. Uh, Jared Leto uh, <laughs> is set to star. Stop him. And then the director, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Is it Yochim? Yeah. Let's go with Yochim. Okay. Yochim it is. Yochim running is uh, directing, and he's not the original director from Tron Legacy. This is the guy who directed uh, Pirates 5, Dead Man Tells No Tale, which it wasn't an awful movie, but it wasn't like the best Pirates movie. It was ever. very cookie cutter, you know. Yeah. So... Here's a couple of problems I have with this. One, Jared Leto has been proven he's just not a leading man. Dude, I don't know. Like, after Morbius and... Suicide Squad, Joker. Yeah, who, who's, who thinks he's going to be doing... I mean, like, he's a very capable actor. But I'm I sure just, he is. I feel like he's just becoming too much lately. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, like, I guess he was casted way back in 2007 for the... Or 2010 or something like that for the three-part movie. Like, he was already casted, like, a long time ago. But it's just like, why is that your leading announcement? What about the other stars who were like in the Tron Legacy movie? Where is Garrett Hedlund? Where is Olivia Wilde? Yeah, because you could definitely pick up that story. I mean, they come to the real world. Like how yeah. I want, I want to see how that story plays out. So I wonder if there's going to be any actual tie-in to those characters. Yeah, and, and for a while I was asking, I was like, where's Jeff Bridges? But then I rewatched Tron Legacy and I found out that he dies in that movie. So yeah, he uh, he kind of takes care of himself there. But yeah. you could easily do something where like there was yeah. a part of him living in the code all along or some shit like that. Something like that, or like Clue survived or some shit like that. Yeah, like there's definitely ways for them to bring him back. But also, let the guy rest. <laughs> He's old. He's tired. You don't yeah. want to be doing this anymore. But yeah, like I said, I'm just like I said, I was confused as to why no Garrett Hedlund or Olivia Wilde, like why aren't they set to start? I'm sure. I mean, maybe Olivia Wilde can understand why she's got her own fucking mess to clean up with after her last movie. Oh yeah, wasn't that the one with uh, Harry Styles? Yeah, Harry Styles and Yeesh. Florence Pugh. But Garrett Hedlund, I don't know what he's doing, and I'm pretty sure he's game to do another one. I, I, exactly, because I don't think he's doing anything else right <laughs> now. I haven't seen that guy in years. No, he was he was in this other show called Res Dogs, which I'll probably recommend next week called for you guys. What? Res Dogs. Oh, Reservoir Dogs? Yeah. No. Reservation, Reservation Dogs. Dogs. Yes. The FX comedy. Yes. Okay. Really good. Haven't seen that one yet. Really good. Uh but yeah, like he he was in like an episode of that, so I Good for him. He's really coming up in the world. <laughs> I don't know what else he's doing after that, but like I said, very confused why he's not coming back. Or maybe he is coming back, but they haven't announced it yet. I just feel like, you know, Sam Flynn's story is not done yet, so very curious. And I'm kind of worried because, like, why the change in the lead? Yeah, like, we're – I don't know. I mean, I, I obviously want to wait till we see or hear more about the story and plot or anything like yeah, that also, before I start judging it. But also, like – August isn't too far away. Well, that's when they start filming. Yeah, when they start filming. But so like, we're not going to hear about it for another year. Yeah, right. I'm not going to hear about it for another year. But it's like I feel like this is where you announce your cast, and it's like – 
who, whatever Garrett Headland is doing is like maybe he needs to get into shape for this stuff. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I Did mean, he, he gain weight or something? I don't know. No, I'm just saying like you need to get into shape because you, I know he was doing most of his own stunts in Tron Legacy. Oh yeah, he was like free diving and everything like that too. Yeah, and then the other issue is the director. Um, he's not the one who directed Tron Legacy. Um, that was Joseph Kozinski. Uh, running has done some smaller scale stuff and like the only other big budget project that he's done was Pirates Caribbean 5 which again not much of a confidence booster and I think other than that he did that one Netflix show he directed like an episode of Marco Polo cool I remember when that was the thing but yeah like he he doesn't have too much under his belt and I know one of the I guess big things that made Tron Legacy I guess a success was uh, Joseph Kosinski because he was also a big fan of Tron and he was pushing for a sequel for years. Yeah, man, that movie was cool. That was a really well done movie. I mean, and also like hiring he hired Daft Punk to like dude write that the soundtrack score. went hard. hella hard. I think that's also like put like not that Daft Punk ever fell off the map, but I think it just reminded people about Daft Punk. Yeah, that was that was definitely when they were like a little bit quiet and they definitely came out swinging with that whole album yeah and i forgot which member like revealed themselves like after the helmet because i guess he's trying to promote his first solo album now i don't know well they broke up last year yeah which is very sad i'm sad about i feel like it's not the first time they broke up though Mm, i don't know didn't they break up and get back together no i thought they did i don't know but i'm I'm sad about i'm I'm still recovering from that (laughs) i love daft punk people they're a great time man yeah definitely a great time like great band looks like man why? <laughs> but like I said, I'm also just baffled like why they didn't ask Kaczynski to come back because this dude just is coming off another hot hit. He just, he directed Top Gun Maverick, so it's just like... I didn't realize that was him until yeah. I read the notes and I was like, holy shit, this guy is... Yeah, so like, do no wrong so like, at this it's, like it's like, yeah, it's like, come on, Disney. It's like, why aren't you bringing this guy in? It's like, this is, this, this guy's going to deliver you another hit. Yeah, especially with a property like Tron that, I, I don't know. I feel like you either have a ton of nostalgia for the 70s Tron or it's just kind of like in the it's like the secondary thought for Tron. Like you're either a big Tron fan or you're not a Tron fan. So I would say like I don't know, I guess I'm in Whereas like, like Top Gun I, I is like a love. cultural phenomenon for like four decades. I mean, I do love Tron. I love Tron a lot too. So it's a good I think it was a good movie. Especially in Kingdom Hearts when you were in the Tron world. <laughs> it was like Kingdom Hearts 2, I think. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts was yeah, in the yeah, yeah. world. And I, then Dream, I loved Dream, having him. Dream Drop Distance as well. Yes. So you got yeah, you got both versions of Tron Worlds. You got the 80s one, and then you got the current one in three, Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, like again, I'm just like, why, why aren't you bringing this guy in? This guy obviously knows how to make a hit. I mean, it all depends on the story, too. Like, I don't know who's writing this. I don't know either. I think it, I think it was his idea for like, like the the grid stuff to come out from the into the real world something like that i think that's what he was leading to i'm not 100 percent sure well i mean that makes sense because like olivia wilde's character comes from the grid yeah into the real world so maybe they find a way to do that could be i think that's what they were leading to but again i'm just like i just don't have a lot of faith in the new director nothing against him i'm sure he's a good director but just like Joseph Kaczynski was obviously a fan of Tron. He stated it himself. He's yeah, a big fan of but Tron. I also don't think Disney's taking too many like big risks anymore. This is going to be a very safe story, I feel. It's I, not going to be anything mind-blowing. It's just, why now? Well, because I think... Well, it's a funny thing you bring that up because the whole reason that Tron 3 died is because Tron was actually created by Disney to compete with another big franchise, which was Star Wars. Yes. 
So that was the one thing that they were doing. And then they were trying to hype it up to compete with it. And then the sequel died the same year in 2015. And guess what Disney bought in 2015? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Star so, Wars for anyone who's wondering. Yeah. So they, they, <laughs> Disney bought Star Wars in that year. And that's what, like, they were just like, what do we need Tron for at this point? Like, yeah, there's yeah. no more competition. Yeah, there's no more competition. And now, well, that, now that they fumbled the bag with fucking Star Wars, they're just like, you know what? Hey, remember this other <laughs> thing we had? Maybe you'll like this better. Blow off this, the dust off of this old chestnut. So, yeah. I mean, I guess the other sad part about it is like they can't get Daft Punk again to make the right yeah. to score. It's like, holy crap. Who would be like the new equivalent of Daft Punk that would be able to no make one. like a good like electronic? No one. I don't no know. No there's got to be like a big no DJ one. nowadays. I mean, there's a big DJ, but I to me, like no one comes close to Daft Punk. But like who would be there next? Nobody. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Thank nobody. You. Thank you for your staunch defense of Daft Punk. Absolutely nobody. Unless there's another, unless unless they come out, someone can be a dafter punk. I don't think a dafter punk. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know. Maybe they'll look, they'll get that one guy's uh, solo album. To I don't know. Like, what if it's only half as good because you only got one half? Uh, Who's the better half of Daft Punk? Because we're gonna find out. I couldn't tell you either halves. I've barely even seen their face once. <laughs> I don't know. Like now, you, now you have me wondering. It's like, who could write the score for the third uh, Tron movie? I feel like it would have to be something like electric based, obviously. But yeah, there there is nobody really in the same vein as Daft Punk. There really isn't. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Because I know, I don't know. Like Unless you get like Anamanaguchi to do like a whole 8-bit soundtrack. That'd be fun. Mm, I don't know. Maybe the guy who did some of the tracks for regular show. I can't even think of a single song from that show. It was you haven't watched it yet. That's why I've, I've seen like a couple episodes here and there. Yeah, you you need to watch it from like consecutively so you can get it. All right, fair enough. I'll get on it one of these days. Now he says, "Start watching right now." Lying. <laughs> lying through his teeth over here. Absolutely, I'm not even gonna hide the <laughs> fact. My God, dedicate yourself to this man. Uh, I guess, yeah, I don't know. But moving on to our next topic over here, uh, Dungeons and Dragon releases in March. I'm looking forward to it, dude. I'm fucking hyped for this movie. It looks phenomenal. It looks pretty good. I'll, I'm, I'm very excited for it. I really hope it does well enough to warrant a sequel. I mean, Chris Pine just being charming as fuck the entire time. Look, the, the cast is great. It sounds a great cast. Yeah, uh, like I said, the premise is like a group of thieves help the wrong person steal a very valuable item, and now they gotta fix their mistake. Uh, Chris Pine plays the bard, and in true bard fashion, has everyone else do the work. Nice. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez is a barbarian. Great. And I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Regé Jean Page. Well, there you go. <laughs> I just call him the Bridgerton dude. The Bridgerton dude. Regé Jean Page. Yeah, he's a paladin in this movie. Justice Smith is a sorcerer, and Sophia, is it Illis or Eilis? I never uh, know. I don't know. I don't even know who this is. But she plays a druid. Cute. It's a you know really well-rounded group for D and I guess I'm not a big D and D expert, but where's I feel the like half elf rogue? God damn it! That was my character when we briefly played a campaign. 
Well, the rogue, uh, I guess, is played by a bad guy. Someone, I don't know. They're, they are half-elf, I think. I, oh, see? There we go. So I, Dude, half-elf I, rogue is a great class. I think that's what it was. I, I briefly read, like, the cast list and who they were playing. So It just it just comes in handy. You get, you get night like, vision. You get so many good things. Like, the red, a red sorcerer is a villain or something like that. I'm not, like I said, I'm not a big D&D expert. I do like the lore, and I would like to play sometime. Hell yeah. I like get the, another There's campaign. just so many rules in, like, everything. That's what makes it fun. I guess this is what makes it fun, but also makes it off putting because it's like, I don't know if I can keep track of all this stuff. Like, if there's a simple. That's why you just let the dungeon master take care of it. If there's like a simple way to play, then yeah. I feel like I would probably be a much better dungeon master than a dungeon. Then you would player. have to learn all the rules, though. Would I? You yes. Have, you have the book in front of you. Oh my God. You're the worst. You're the worst. There. Uh, but this is the fourth attempt at making a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh, there was one that came out in 2000, which was a box office failure, but somehow got two more sequels. Dude, it's so funny you said that because I was like, wasn't there like an 80s Dungeons and Dragons movie? No, this movie just looked so bad that I thought it was from the 80s <laughs> yeah. and it was from 2000. Yeah, it was 2000. Fucking Jeremy Irons was in it. Like, where did that come from? I don't know, but the two sequels only got released in the UK, I believe. Oh, God. Hideous. So, yeah, I got to um, tell you. It got 3.6 out of 10 stars, this movie. Yeah. You Marlon know. Waynes was in it. What is happening? Who's Marlon Waynes? Of the Waynes Brothers. Oh. White Chicks. Oh, uh, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why does this sound so familiar? I think oh, it's because yeah. you pronounce it so white. M- Marlon Waynes? <laughs> I, I don't know how... It's Marlon Waynes. Come on, bro. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I mumble sometimes. No, no, no. But yeah, it's like it was, like I said, maybe the fourth time would be the charm. It obviously looks a lot better, and I think oh, yeah. it looks great. It looks like they gave a shit about production. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, because I mean, this is being produced by a toy company, and like I feel like who's what? Hasbro? No, but what like movie studio is doing it, or does Hasbro have their own? Yeah, movie it's studio? called Entertainment One. Oh no way! I didn't even yeah. realize that. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So we'll see how it's going. Because, yeah, like if you see all the Transformers movies, it's like Entertainment One. That's like uh, okay. film division, whatever, all that stuff. I mean, and all spark. from the brief trailer I've seen, it looks fantastic. It just looks fun. It, very, like, you know, original Guardians of the Galaxy style. Yeah, I can see that. I hope I hope it does well. Like I said, I would like I would like for it to do well. I hope it's a good movie. Because, I mean, the, what, the last time we got a movie like this was Warcraft, and that did, like, okay, I guess. I don't know. A lot of people didn't like it. I don't really remember that movie. I know I saw it. That had um, Charlie Hunnam in it, right? Yeah. I re- I remember watching it and going, eh, that was a movie. It was fine. It's a, like, I, I, I didn't mean, hate it for any reason, but like I didn't love it either. I, don't know. I, just, I also know that there's some discourse going on right now in the Dungeons and Dragons community. I don't know what exactly people are upset about, but I just know they're upset. So hopefully this movie gives them a win. What? I don't know. I, I see it on my Twitter. I follow a lot of different stuff on Twitter. I'm, I'm going to need some context behind this one because I have no idea what you're talking I'm, about. I'm not 100% sure. I'll have to look into it. I just know that they're upset about something. I don't know what exactly, so I'm not going to speak more on it because I have no clue. All right. Are they coming out with a new... I don't know. Maybe it's like... New some, version? I, I think now they're asking people to like play to subscribe. Maybe something. I, it's something like along those lines, I feel. How? I don't know. It's very it's very weird. Like I said, I have to do a little more research on it to see what okay. it is. We're going to circle back on that one, folks. Yeah. But there's also an, eight, an animated cartoon. Animated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Like I said, it's been a long weekend. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, there's an animated cartoon which was a big hit, and I enjoyed watching that on Fox Kids, or was it Fox Box? It was one of those. One of the, it was one of those two. It's the same channel, different name. Yeah, there you go. Just different blocks. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't even realize they played it on Fox. Yeah, it was. That's where because I knew there was one from like the 80s, but I didn't know it was actually like re televised anytime recently yeah i guess for some reason they brought it back um but it was animated by toy animation so that's very interesting japanese studio doing i mean not the first time a japanese studio has done an american cartoon but i just didn't know that they were the ones that animated it good for them uh the show ended in a cliffhanger but they released an audio episode and the script released online as well so people can find out how it ended oh cool but like I said, I, I also did not look into it. <laughs> so just, I just know it's out there for hey, people who want to know. Do your own research, folks. We can't yeah. spoon feed you everything. That's true. But I did enjoy the cartoon. It was very good. Okay. I don't, I don't think I've ever actually seen it. I think they were like, I don't know if they were playing into like the main villain being into the father of one of the characters or if he was the son of like the good wizard that was like helping the the group i guess it's always so, got to be some family betrayal yeah it's very darth vader yeah, kind of a deal it's something like that but like i said i'm interested in playing the game but so many rules yeah i like, dude you're talking about all these rules and you're trying to get into warhammer it's the same kind of tabletop rpg yeah but warhammer looks more appealing does it to me it does i see i prefer more fantasy than i do like space marine i don't know i mean we'll, i guess we'll see maybe maybe the warhammer rules are much better to understand the fucking dungeons and dragons rule I don't know. Probably. I mean, it's just as popular, if not more, depending on your circle. Like I said, I guess we just, we have, we have to do the research to find out. One so. of these days, man. Definitely one of these days. If I ever get a break. <laughs> we'll find time. <laughs> we just recovered from the last tournament, and now he's like, I'm now st- different game. Get new trophies. I'm like, fuck. Hey, man. That's how it works. If we're going to make this work, got to make it work. If you work, uh, let me work that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I guess, you know, speaking of a break, we can move on over here to our drink break. This guy's so good at transitions. Don't you love him? <laughs> I do. The Transformers will return after these messages. <laughs> ah, yeah. What do we got here today? I cracked that open. I'm not even done with my first one, but I needed the sound bite. It's crap. You can probably just edit one in, can't you? Fuck, I, I'm stupid. I, <clears throat> Whatever. Now I'm committed to two. I guess. Uh, so we have Around the Bend Brewery, which we just recently had uh, last episode or two episodes ago. I forget which one it was. Was it the one with the ghost? Uh, ghost of Electricity. Yeah, Ghost of Electricity. Yeah, that was last week, right? Yeah, that's one where I had my great pun. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you get one here. Uh, this one is Veta Pistachio Cream Ale, which I didn't know how to feel about this, but it, it's... It, it just tastes like pistachio, kind of. Good old pistachios. Mamma mia. I can't really describe it any other way. It's 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 like you're it's, drinking a nut. Drink your nut, folks. The silence says everything. Kevin's very disappointed <laughs> in me right now. <laughs> uh, but it definitely tastes like you're drinking a pistachio ice cream, so. Yeah, like maybe a little less sweet than that, but it's... Maybe. I li- I do like it. It's it's not bad. It's interesting. You like it more than me, but I... I guess... I, 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 I like it more than I thought I was going to, so I guess that's something. I guess cause this is actually only the first time, the first cream ale that I actually like, so... All of the cream ales, they taste... I don't know how to... If you're about to tell me creamy, I'm going to kick you, man. Creamy. Okay, apparently it sp- uh, pairs well with spice-rubbed roast pork, specific... Light nutty cheeses, or a lemon custard tart. Weird pairing I can see notes. That. 
The cheese one, I don't know. Like, who eats cheese and drinks beer? I, maybe people do, but that's weird. To maybe me. like a. Why can't I think of it? I don't know. I've completely blanked on what all words are right now. Like a charcuterie board tasting or something like that. There we go. Boom. I'm back, folks. I guess. I don't know, but the other one didn't have a pairing listing on it. But this one. I did. think it did. I just didn't read it because I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> or I might have read it and just neither of us remembered it because no, last we... week was a bit of a forgettable recording. Sorry, folks. They're not all bangers. They're not all bangers, <clears> but maybe this one is. Like I said, it was a fucking hell of a weekend. Like, Jesus. Yeah. But, yeah, like, very specific stuff to pair with. But, like I said, I do like it. It's very smooth to drink. It's not like you're struggling for it to go down. So. Yeah, because I didn't know how, like, a nut-based <laughs> beer was going to taste. But, you know. I mean, that's why it goes down so smooth. It's nutty and creamy. Oh, God. We're, we're off the rails, folks. <laughs> I apologize. We're both delirious as hell right now. We just uh, cleaned the studio for like an hour, so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, interesting one. Uh, check it out if you're interested. Uh, this Around the Bend is, I got to figure out exactly where it's at because it's popped up a few times now. You said they're local, aren't they? They're, they're in Chicago. I just don't know exactly where they are. I'm assuming somewhere around the corner of somewhere else. But, hey, give them a check. Yeah, check them out. Definitely check them out. Not a bad one. I think this is a hit for me. It's definitely not my first go-to, but I would drink it if it was put in my hand. It's essentially the situation I'm in right now, so I'm drinking it. Nice. Well, there you go. Definitely check it out around the bend. Uh, Vera Pistachio Cream. <laughs> I love the flair with the pistachio. <laughs> and I don't know why it has a Plague Doctor mask on the cover. Does pistachios have something to do with that? I don't know. I got, I got to consult Madison on this. She would know. But maybe pistachios do. I don't know. I can't pronounce it any other way now. I, I have to keep saying. Yeah, he's broken, folks. He's stuck on repeat. <laughs> uh, there's only so much I could do. You're killing it, buddy. I appreciate you. Hey, man, coming up with all these topics week in, week out, it's tough. <sighs> he's got his pulse on the finger of society, folks, and yeah. he pays the price for it. Definitely do. Right, moving on. What do we got next, buddy? We now return to the Transformers. Uh, I guess to move on, go down Nostalgia Lane, uh, watching that 90s show, then Tron had me thinking about arcades and, you know, just how they were the hangout spot and center for news and pop culture, basically, back in those days. Uh, but the question I do want to ask is, what are some arcade games you enjoy? Non-fighting games, because I really want to dig deep with this one, like... Do a whole fighting game special episode or something? No, because I feel like when people think of our arcade games, they always default to fighting games, and then they we don't really true move on to the other ones. So I'm, I'm, for me, I guess the ones I really enjoyed to play was like Tapper, uh, Burger Time, Asteroids. Those are really fun ones. I love Galaga and Galaxia. It's the same game, but I know I sent you some the other day, and now I can't even think of where they are. Burger Time's fun. Tapper's fun. The classic Donkey Kong game, I always like. I always attempt to get the high score in that for like the the machine every time I play, but I've never found a well functioning machine. It's always one button is broken or like, the joystick is like. <laughs> yeah, sticky. some of those are just absolutely atrocious. Oh, here we go. I found it. Now. I just mentioned the uh, ooh the Simpsons arcade game. Oh yeah, it's a classic. That's as well as uh, X Men arcade, and um, if you can find the right place for it, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game as well. 
that's available on the Switch. I actually, Tali actually bought those on the Switch. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That was a good time. They are a good time. We, we played the first one and nice. we went all the way through. I mean, it's easy when you have unlimited lives, but. <laughs> yeah, it helps. Did you mention uh, NBA Jam? Not yet. I was going to get to the NBA Jam. Oh, I do love yeah. to play NBA Jam. That's a good one. You know, apparently if it's like under two minutes, if you're, near, you're the Chicago Bulls, like you'll miss like half your shots. What? Yeah. Apparently the programmer like wasn't, I guess, hated the Chicago Bulls because he kept eliminating so his team. That's so funny. Oh, so, was he yeah. a Pistons player or Pistons fan He probably was a Pistons fan. So that's he, so funny. What a petty move. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think other arcade games that are out there to play. But if you're listening, folks, uh, let us know what your favorite arcade games are yeah, I was that are not to, fighting games. At I least. was supposed to go to a barcade last night, and it was closed by the time I got there. I was Jesus. pissed. But, yeah, I mean, we used to go to Replay all the time for those pop-ups and stuff like yeah. that. So we've definitely spent a lot of time on... Replay, Logan Arcade. Yeah. Oh, Logan Arcade was always so great. I think that's where I did my, like, 22nd birthday party or something Some like that. Some birthday party was there. So. That was a good time. But I'm trying to think some of the games that were there. Those, like, railgun shooter games are always fun. Oh, yeah. Just... I mean, they even had Tron on there, so... <laughs> they did have Tron. That's right. We forget that that's, uh, that's how it started. Yeah, and then I'm also thinking, like, what are some games I played at Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. That was a good one. And was it Highway USA or something <clears throat> like that? Yeah, that sounds right. That was also really fun. Yeah, those those racing games are always a good time. I remember when uh, I used to work for the park district, we took our kids to uh, Go Bananas. And uh, at the arcade, my park manager was just betting tons and tons of money on deal or no deal <laughs> and all the kids were like gathered around him and like che- cheering him on and everything like that that was a fun time oh boy yeah that's a weird one to have in an arcade but deal deal or no deal man and i think at the chucky e. g's i used to go to they had like a safari game where like you would drive and like you would like have like I totally know what you're talking like about. Switch like gears, but then there was like another handle for like you to throw a rope around these animals. Yeah, catch. I remember what you're talking and about. And then like once you caught everything, it's like, all right, final challenge, get a cheetah. And I'm like, mother <laughs> It's like I'm like driving like crazy. I'm just like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I, it, was, I, it was tough. I erased that from my memory until you said it right now, and it all came flooding back. That's so funny. Yeah, there was that. And I think I also remember like, uh, I think they had like a form of wave racers. Yes, because I definitely remember being on one of those jet skis. And it was like that, and then falling it was like, off. <laughs> it was also like a snowmobile one. Yeah, and like I think I always picked like a Yeti character or something like that. That sounds right. Man, oh, what was that game from? I think it was on N sixty four. It was a snowboarding game. It was like ten eighty freestyle or something like that. Maybe it was like Sean White something <clears throat> something. Nah, it wasn't Sean White. Fucking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater ripoff. <laughs> Don't hate on the Flying Tomato. I, 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 he's an inspiration for me and all, all ginger kind. But yeah, I also know that, I don't mean, I know arcades still exist today, but do you think they're still the same popularity as they were in the eighties and nineties or will they come back? I mean, mean, of course not. I mean, if you want to play video games, you usually have a console or something like that. But like, I mean, stick a bar in it and anybody will show up to that place. I mean, yeah, because, like, most arcades that I know are have a bar in it or, like, they're they're mostly, mostly aimed at adults. Yeah. I mean, there's some still around. Like, I know there's one uh, Nickel City in, like, the Northern Burbs. Yeah. Um, but then the only, I guess, other true arcade that doesn't have a bar or anything involved is Galloping Ghost. It's just... Where's that one at? It's not in Brookfield. It's really fun. 20 bucks for all day play. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, yeah that'd be fun, but, I mean, I just feel like adults nowadays, if they're going to play games, they want to drink, so... 
put a bar in it and call it a day. I don't know. For me, I just remember I had a blast. I liked it because it was one of the few places that had Darkstalkers arcade machine. And nice. I'm just like, yeah. That's a good game. I really, oh, I really wanted to come back, but it's I know. Just, uh, I think Replay had the uh, Rampage arcade cabinet too. Oh yeah, I love Rampage. See, for me, the first time I played Rampage was on the sixty-four. Me too. So I didn't even know it was an arcade game before that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they might have just ported it. I mean, same thing with Crazy Taxi. You know what I mean? It was a Dreamcast yeah. exclusive first, and then it made its way into arcades. Know. Really? For me, I always played Crazy Taxi at like the movie theaters at the arcade that was there. I didn't know it was an actual video game on Dreamcast. Yeah, it was, it was a Dreamcast launch title. Interesting. Un- unless they just ported it onto there, but I'm pretty sure it was on Dreamcast first, but I don't actually remember. Who knows? Either or. Chicken or the egg. It doesn't matter. It's a fun-ass game. Yeah, it was. Oh, House of the Dead. Yes. That's the one I was thinking of, the rail shooter where you're just going through yeah. blowing zombies apart. And Time Crisis. Time Crisis is awesome. Yeah, all those games are, like, the same, but they're great. <laughs> they are really good. I know there's one where, like, there's, like, hostages that you got to, like, avoid shooting, and it's... I was not good at it, so I killed a lot of hostages. I, don't know, I remember at Emporium, the one in Wicker Park, I had like the highest score for asteroids for a while. So nice. like, I guess I would get a free drink or something like that. Oh, cool. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, because like they had the name on the board and just, yeah. So it's like, I think, I think they'll, they wipe those like every week or something too. Yeah. They could have wiped me off the board. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> if you say so. Uh, but for those who don't know, uh, the name of our podcast, Diversions, was actually named after the arcade that I used to frequent a lot during Perfect. my childhood. I mean, I do miss it, and I also miss the theater that was around the area. Just, you know, overall, great times during that during those days. Yeah, I don't remember ever really going to that arcade, like, in and of itself. But I know I would, went to the one in that movie theater a lot. The one on Lincoln, right? Yeah, I went, yeah. To, the, I went to the one in that theater a lot. Um, my friends would... We would go in and watch a movie, kill time in the arcade, and then sneak into a second movie because you didn't have to walk out to the lobby first. So there's a reason that place closed. Yeah, that probably <laughs> is one of the main reasons that they closed. I remember at one point that they were on the brink of closing. So what they did is they sold all the arcade machines and then they started making more money again. And then they bought back all the machines and then they went under again. <laughs> I just know that they had this huge poster of Beauty and the Beast like from like when it premiered. And I really wanted that poster. <laughs> really? Like, no, I'm thinking this is a large poster. Like, cause it, I don't know if you remember on the second floor, there was that huge like staircase. Like, you know how like it was like a big gap, like coming from the second floor down to like the first floor. Yeah. So I guess on one of the walls, like there, there was like that huge, humo- it was a humongous poster. I'm like, that looks big. Cause if, if I don't know for me to see it, like it was big. Yeah. It's like the size of a wall almost. Yeah. Like, it had to be at least like 10 feet tall. So I was like, I was like, man, I really want that poster. <laughs> to do what with it? <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted it. Piece of history. Piece of history. I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure that place got looted after it was closed. Because I remember like walking by there for years afterwards, and you could see. Oh, what was the last movie they played there? It, oh, it was up last, on the marquee forever. Yeah, it was. They had like Tropic Thunder, uh, the 2008 Star Wars: The Clone Wars animated movie before yes. the series came out. Uh, I think like Shrek. Two, I think three? Shrek 2 was one of them. Shrek I, 2 I, or 3, it was one of those. I, it might I have remember been Shrek 3rd. frequently laughing at the fact that Shrek was still up there. It was like Shrek 3rd probably, and then something else. And then know. there was like Knocked Up or something. I don't know. There was, it was quite a few movies. So someone, There's a screenshot out there somewhere. Like It, it always makes yeah. the rounds. So. Every now and again. Yeah, I just I always felt so bad walking by because you would see like holes in the sign from like people just throwing rocks at, yeah. at it and everything like that. Like That building got destroyed afterwards. I think it's a storage space now. Yeah, it's unfortunate fucking lame it's very lame it's like why couldn't we get there used to be three movie theaters within that area i remember that yeah that was an awful idea they didn't (laughs) plan that one at all well yeah i think 
the one that original one that was on Lincoln that had six screens. Yeah. And then just further down the parking lot, there was another movie theater that had three screens. And then across where like the Home Depot is now, there was another movie theater that had two screens. Yeah, who the fuck thought that was a good? I idea? don't know, but it was funny, and then it was good because I was just like, well, if I can't watch the movie here, I just go over there. Yeah, and then like just a couple miles down the road, you had Village Crossing as well, so you had that theater as well competing with them, and that was like the nice theater for a while. Yeah, or the one in Evanston, which is also now closed. God damn! No, it, re- it reopened up as an AMC now. Oh, did? Yeah, good for them, Mazel Tov. That was the nice theater. Because we had to yeah. drive to a different city to get there, even though it was just over the border. But wild times. I mean, I, I do miss those times. I wish, but I, obviously it's not going to come back yeah, now. Yeah, Like, going out to see movies. I, I know we just talked a bunch about movies we're excited to see, but, like, you know, yeah. nothing beat that excitement when you were a kid. Yeah, it really didn't. It really didn't. It was wild times. I do. I generally do miss those times. It makes me happy that I got to experience <clears throat> that. So I feel like the closest we probably got is, like, Right as, like, the Marvel stuff was, like, really hitting its heyday, like, its stride. And, like, me and you would be going to, like, midnight releases and stuff like that before it got, like, just exhausting to do. But I feel like that's, like, the closest we can get to capturing that moment from kids. Probably. Nowadays, eh. Top Gun Maverick, baby. Mm, that movie know. was dope. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, it's fucking awesome. Well, did you, have you seen the original? No, I told you. That's I've why never... you don't have the drive then. Why? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've seen so many references. So I was like, I feel like I've seen the movie at this nah, point. Nah, man, you got to watch it. What's the one that they parody Top Gun of? Because I remember there's this guy. Hot Shots? Is it Hot Shots? I just With Charlie know, Sheen? I just know there's one scene where this guy's like talking and like a radar thing and like he has like goldfish in his glasses. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's is... probably Hot Shots because that was Charlie Sheen. Uh, and then they did Hot Shots Part 2, which or Part 2, which uh, parodied Rambo. Huh. Yeah, those, those movies were hilarious. Those were very good. I think I saw those before I saw the originals, which is funny. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, I didn't know what they were parodying, but, like, they were just still funny so, yeah, to me. So, like, I think when I did see, like, part of Top Gun, I was, like, looking for the dude. I was, like, where's the guy with the goldfish in his <laughs> where's glasses? Where's the dude? Uh, no, you just get homoerotic beach volleyball instead. <laughs> oh my God. And you fucking liked it. I mean, I'm you pretty sure you dealt did. with it. Pretty sure you did. But They're hot, man. I enjoyed it. I don't know. In Maverick, it's uh, sexy shirtless football. So, you know, <laughs> oh they had to update it with the times, buddy. Who plays volleyball anymore? Please. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I do in the summer. <laughs> Calling myself out. Uh, don't give up. Challenge again. Moving on to our last bit here is we actually have some questions on here for oh. the podcast. Oh, I was like, there's more? Yeah, we got some questions over here. Ooh. Uh, Pablo asked, what Smash character is your least favorite and why? Least favorite, like, actual character or, like, to play against or to play I as? I guess let's just answer all, all of them, I guess. Oh, man. Let me pull up the roster. There's fucking 82 of them. It's hard to keep track. I think for me, my least favorite character to play as, I want to say, I was going to say Steve, but it's like, I don't really play Steve too much. But I think who I don't really like to play as is <clears throat> maybe the me brawlers. Oh, I like the Mies. I don't know. Maybe. They're funny. Maybe... I'm trying to think who else what you know what? I hate playing against Simon and Richter because they're a bunch of spammy motherfuckers oh yeah those are the most annoying to play because that's all the, and it's funny like once you figure out their moveset it's like they're they're done for because they can only do so much yeah but they're still just throwing the kitchen sink at you and you just yeah. gotta find your way in my least favorite to play as is probably Steve I just I just don't fucking get him man same thing I think that's probably who I don't like to play as much as Steve just 
never played Minecraft, so I don't understand what exactly everything does. So. Yeah, it's it's chaos out there. And then my least favorite, just like, I don't know, just vibe-wise, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I don't want to offend you by saying Shulk, but I just don't like Shulk as a character. This is the Monado's power! That whiny, annoying voice that I heard a billion times playing fucking <laughs> Xenoblade is just, it's just, I want him to shut up. Uh, that's funny. I don't know, I, I'm trying to think, is there any characters that I don't like to play as? Here's the roster if you need help. I probably do need the roster. Just, just to too goddamn many characters. Um, maybe Meta Knight. I don't really like. I don't really use Meta Knight a lot. Yeah. We Fit Trainer, I guess. Those are the ones I don't like. They're just they're very boring. Yeah. Just generic. I very, feel that one. Just very boring. So yeah, there we go. So who who do we? We don't like We Fit Trainer. Uh, I don't like Steve from Minecraft. I don't like the the Me Fighters are fine and all, but it's just like uh. I don't know. To me, it's just, it's, just, it's a, it's a cop-out of characters. Yeah, but they can do some stuff that others can't. Like, they're fun. I like them. And you can mix and match the moveset, so make it uniquely yours. So there we go. And then I hate playing against the Simon and Richter <coughs> characters. Yeah, bunch of bunch of spammy motherfuckers. So, yeah, thank you, Pablo, for asking that question. And great question to follow up with the Smash Tournament. <laughs> yeah, <event> right? <laughs> <laughs> you, can you tell what was on his mind? Yeah. <laughs> Probably once revenge because I made his kid cry. What? I don't remember that part. Because <laughs> I was playing against him in one of the matches, I guess, to move on to the next round. And his son really wanted him to win because he wanted a trophy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so I eliminated Pablo. Oh, me and you eliminated him. Yeah. Oh, shit. What a team kill for the user-friendly yeah. diversions mashup. There we go. Oh, my bad, buddy. I'll rig the bracket better next time, I promise. <laughs> uh, the next co- question here we have is from... Chimichangoon uh, is about the game. Dope name, dude. <laughs> uh, the game uh, Forspoken. Was anyone actually excited? He's asking. The hell is Forspoken? Uh, video game. I think that's came out or is coming out. I just know I've seen a lot of stuff about it on Twitter. Everyone's talking about the dialogue. The dialogue? Yeah, that's it's, not it's a very uh, cheesy and like it's, it's not too bad. I wouldn't say it's an awful game yet. I haven't picked it up to play it yet, but dude, it's Square Enix. I'm not expecting a lot of yeah. Square Enix. I'm not expecting, like you said, I'm not expecting a lot. But I feel like if I feel like if the gameplay is really well and fun, I think that people can definitely overlook the dialogue. I mean, it's got a six out of ten on Steam and sixty eight on Metacritic. So ooh, that's not good. So there we go. It's it's a middle of the road game. It's definitely not gonna. The most important thing is, are you get, if you're having a good time playing it, that's all that matters. I mean, I'm sure the dialogue is cheesy as hell, and I've seen some stuff, but. At the yeah. same time, it's like... I mean, fuck, dude. I used to like playing the Dynasty Warriors games, and those are inherently terrible games, but they're fun to play. I but like a good hack and I smash. guess to answer your question better, is like, am I ex- was I excited for it? No. I didn't, I didn't even know what it was until I didn't even know what it was, what it was until now. Like, I didn't even know such a game was coming. I guess, I think it's like an isekai kind of style of game. Forspoken is an, an ancient... Is an ancient... Oh, I'm so stupid. It's an action role-playing game developed by Luminous Productions and published by Square Enix. Uh, it's not really giving me anything. It just says the game received mixed reviews. That yeah. was not helpful, Internet. No. It's unfortunate, though. But, yeah, I guess not everybody was really... May, I don't know. Was Were people really excited for Forspoken? Because I really didn't see a lot of people posting about it. Like, it's anticipation for anything. Oh, there's a demo on Steam. Is the demo that's out already? Yeah, it's a, that was 13 hours ago that I posted. Oh. Oh, apparently it's got a like really high... Um, oh my god, it recommends 24 gigs of RAM to play. Oof. <clears throat> but I guess the story and setting of it is, is the protagonist, Frey, 
is a young woman who was transported from New York City to the fantasy world of Athea. So yeah, oh, this dude, is, is a straight isekai. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what I said. It's so she uses magical powers to journey through it and survive in order to find her way home. So it's very cookie cutter isekai kind of stuff. I, I mean, I so now that I know that, yeah, I definitely don't expect the dialogue to be like some deep meaning and like philosophical type of shit. But it is what it is. Maybe it's the gameplay people don't like. I haven't played it myself yet, so I can't really pick it up. I mean, I'll, I'll look into the gameplay and see what it's all about. Holy fuck. It's recommending an RTX 3070 and 24 gigs of RAM for 1440. Wow. That's... Yeah, I don't need that. That's a bit much. <laughs> I don't need that. Uh, but this next question we have here is from Jeff. Uh, he is asking, if you had a personal vending machine, what snacks are you stacking? It can be food or drinks. Oh, That's a great question, actually. I really do like it. one. <clears throat> Oh, Cool Ranch Doritos all day for me. You basic bitch. I love Cool Ranch Doritos. I will die on that. That and uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos. I'd have those on deck all day, every day. I like my chips. I like them crunchy. That, that, that's it. That's all you would have in that vending machine. I mean, I don't think he wants me to go through the entirety of a vending machine. I mean, you would just have two items and like that's <clears> all you would have. Like, come on. That's all I need. Goldfish, Cheez-Its. A lot of chips. A lot of crunchies. Oh, and Swedish fish. Okay, now I'm rolling. I love Swedish fish. I'm, I, I'm, I have no words. Wait, can I get like an instant ramen dispensing one? You know, the packs, you know how I like to eat them like the chips, you know what I mean? What? You, you never see, I, I, you, you just take, them, take out the pouch, crack them up, and then you put the seasoning on and you just eat it like chips? No. You've no that's, it's not as weird as you think. It's fucking weird. No, a lot of who, people do it. Who does that? A lot of people. Who? Bro, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a fucking school you on this one right now. It's a popular thing. A lot of Asian cultures do it. It's 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 boom. There's a whole Reddit page for it's it. It's a whole Reddit oh wow, a whole yes. Reddit page for it. Whole ass Reddit. Boom. Uh as for me, what would I have in my vending machine? I don't know, something lame. A little something lame. Uh you know what I did like? Because when I used to do swimming classes, there was a that was the only vending machine I ever saw that had the M M&M and M crisps. Ooh, those are great. Yeah. I would have those in stock in there. Uh, what else would I have? Most an underrated candy bar, Take Five. You ever had a Take Five? Never had a Take Five. Mm, fucking good, man. What's in Take Five? It's, it's like everything. It's like pretzels, caramel, uh, I think peanuts, chocolates, and then something else. Uh, I would have the Hershey's Cookies and Cream Bar. Oh, those are good. Really good. Uh, I think, which one's the good one of Starburst? Is it Tropical Starburst that are really good? Yes. Maybe that's the one. Those are bangers. I would have those. Uh, I would have Baja Blast Mountain Dew for <coughs> drinks. Ah, too much. No, it's really good. Uh, what else is it? As far as you wouldn't have a Coke. You have, you have more Coke than anyone I know. Yeah. I'll have Cherry Coke, but not like the new like purple can Cherry Coke. I want that old classic 90s Cherry Coke with like the scribbly can and all that stuff on there. Huh. Do you, I don't know if you remember that logo. Not ringing a bell, but I'm going to believe you on this one. Did they change the flavor of it? Is that why? I don't know. Maybe. I just feel like it It definitely does taste different to me. That's just because you're older. <laughs> I you, don't think that's And you what don't it is. run on sugar like you did as a child, although you kind of do. I don't think that's what it is. I think they just change it. Uh, but yeah, this is the old logo showing over here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do remember that one. I think it definitely de- did taste different back then. Probably. There was definitely some chemicals in there that are no longer allowed <laughs> to be in beverages anymore, I'm sure. Maybe. Like the red dye that gives you like anal leakage. What the fuck? Yeah. It's crazy. I know. 
but yeah, I will have that cherry coke. What else would I have in there? What kind of chips? What are some good chips? I don't know. Flaming hot funyuns. Those are really good. Those are good. Oh, just regular funyuns. I love. Regular funyuns are also good. Uh, what's oh man, I kind of want to make a junk fruit run on my way home now. <laughs> Spicy nachos, Doritos. Those are also yes. Those really are the ones you always like to get. Hell yeah. Uh, what are some other good chips? You know what else I like? I like those uh, sun chips, but the French sour cream and onion. Yeah. Those sun are chips really are interesting. I feel like sun chips outside of a 7-Eleven or uh, outside of a Subway like don't exist. Like, it's the only place I see sun- anyone eat sun chips anymore. Maybe. Could be. Uh, Candy-wise, gummy candy-wise, uh, Lifesavers, but the berry mix, yeah. those are really good. You know what else would be really good? Uh, if they had like those, back in the days, I used to get like those X-Men gummies. Not ringing a bell. I don't know, I just remember we used to get them at Sam's Club all the time. Like X-Men gummies they were really good. Yeah, I believe you. Also those shark gummies. Shark gummies were great. Yeah, those were Do really you remember good. when Mentos made like their like berry candy flavored? I think they still do. Dude, those were really good. I think they still do. I would have those. Uh, I guess also like... Hmm, I'm trying to think what else I would have in there. It's such a wide open-ended question. It it's really is. It's about. really hard because I'm trying to think of like, what else would I have in here? This is a really great question. So thank you, Jeff, for asking that. It's really hard to think. I'm fucking hungry now. I don't know. I'm trying to think. What, what, what the fuck do the vending machines have in Japan? Oh, panties. that's what I would have. <laughs> Use panties? If I could have the options that the vending machines have in Japan, I'll take that. That's what I'll go with. Because those vending machines were wild. I remember that. I'm like what? I don't know. I was able to like choose different kinds of beer they had like ice cream oh that's reckless uh there was ice cream beer i think they have like dip and dots vending machines too they do um fuck like dip and dots i don't know they, 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 i don't know if, they, if you could think it they probably had a vending machine for it that's fair they had a pokemon vending machine where it was all like different items so that's cool like max potions and stuff yeah <laughs> no not max potions. just actual merchandise but like cards, plushies. They could like make that. like a Max Potion spray bottle. I mean, that would be really cool. I'm surprised no one's done that before. I mean, me too. You're not the only one. Huh. Let me look into 3D printing. But that's all I can think of so far now. It's very open-ended questions. I'm just like, wow. It's a I've, good question. It's, I've never really thought about what would I have in my personal vending machine. Hmm. Oof. Next time I talk to Jeff, I'm going to ask him his opinion. This is how you really get to know someone. It's like, what would you put in your vending machine? Would you be a basic bitch like Ryan or would you be more... Uh, trying to think of what what more uh what's the word i'm trying to look for i don't know <laughs> we're fading here folks yeah just know that my options are better <laughs> fuck you <laughs> i hit you with the curveball of ramen and you're like Oof. i mean i would have ramen but to eat regularly no because then what's the point of a vending machine you still got to go out and make the damn thing no you can just make it there's vending machines that make the ramen for you oh that's pretty cool that would be a good one too actually ramen's good in all forms not in your way. <laughs> Dude, don't knock it till you try it. I'm surprised I have not made you eat them before. I mean, no, no, no. You got to draw the line somewhere. You're whack, dude. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Guys, let us know in the comments that we don't actually have. Do you <laughs> like ramen chips? Are you a ramen chip aficionado like myself? Let me know in the post when I put in for the beer of this episode, which is going to be this pistachio beer. Pistachio. Uh, Jason over here is asking us, favorite travel memory? I peed in Pablo Escobar's house. What? Yeah. So Pablo Escobar, famous Colombian drug lord, had houses all over Colombia. Uh, my aunt and uncle happened to have a summer house on a chain of lakes. 
that had like little tiny islands and stuff like that. One of which used to be one of Pablo Escobar's houses. Right, right. So when he was, uh, you know, shot on the rooftops and everything like that, everyone was like, oh, he probably hid all of his money and fortune in one of his houses. So all of his thousands of houses across the country are absolutely stripped to the nail and completely like decimated because people were like basically treasure hunting and those properties. And so they like quarantined by the government, but government's not fucking watching a tiny little island in a lake that like has a bunch of summer homes on it and stuff like that. So we go out there on some jet skis. My uncles and cousins take us out there and stuff. And then uh, we explore. I'm barefoot exploring around a bunch of rusty nails. There's a reason <laughs> it's quarantined. But um, my cousin turns to me. He's like, hey, no, it'd be a cool thing to do that nobody else you know would ever be able to say they did. You should pee on his house. And I was like, fuck yeah, I am, dude. High five, bro. <laughs> oh and I turn around and I pissed on Pablo Escobar's house. Well, all right. That's, That's one travel memory. There you go. I don't have a lot. Yeah, your Japan trip in and of itself was a <laughs> fucking trek, dude. Yeah, it was. I have that. And then when I went to Europe, I got to see Arsenal play. Which oh, that was like, crazy. Yeah, it was especially because it was on a whim. It was like we landed in Barcelona, and then they were just like, Barcelona versus Arsenal today. And I'm just like, <gasps> let's do it. I was like, I got to go. Cause it's, especially because like we were going to take a tour of the stadium anyway. So I was like, fuck the tour of the oh, stadium. Perfect. I was like, I'd rather watch a game. So fuck museums and culture. Football, football. Exactly. So that's one good memory I have. That was very fun to watch. Uh, I guess another one from Japan, I would have to say, is actually, <laughs> this is actually what Jason sold, if you're listening. Uh, we go to a ramen shop, and we're ordering our food. And then I asked for just, you know, regular spicy uh, miso ramen mm-hmm. uh, with pork and everything. And then Jason's up behind me. He's just like, Give me the spiciest ramen you could have, and I'm Jay. Been, no, and he's like, and I mean the spice. He's like, I Jay, like no. He's like, I like mine extra, 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 extra spicy. And the guy's looking at me, just like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, I like it really spicy. He's like, I want it super spicy. Buddy, rest in peace. And so <laughs> we get our food. I'm eating. Know this? It's it's summer. Like, like not summer. It's like September, but it's there's a heat wave going on in Japan. It's hot as shit. Uh, thankfully, like inside this place was air conditioned, but like I'm eating and like I'm like I feel the hot face just from like the broth and everything steaming and just the spiciness. So I'm like I'm like oh man, it's kind of hot, but like it's good, it's enjoyable. Like I was delicious ramen, like I really enjoyed it. Like and I'm drinking my beer and everything, and I turn over to see Jason, and this dude is sweating, fighting for his life. Fight exactly, he's fighting for his life. His face was red, and I'm just like, dude, are you okay? He's like, I'm good, I'm good. I'm just like, no, you're not. I'm like, no, you're not. I can fucking picture him right now. Oh dude. my god, this guy. I don't even think he finished his ball because it was just like it's too much. Oh man. And like I, I could, I look over and I see like the chef just like laughing. He gave you that American dosage. <laughs> he said, "Fuck off, punk." <laughs> oh my god, it was just too funny though. Like. Even I knew it was like, you're making a mistake, dude. Oh, it's like, buddy, no. It's like spicy over here. It's not spicy like it is back home in America. See, and you got the perfect vantage point because you got the story, but you didn't have to suffer. Exactly. Man. So that's another good memory. I mean, I could pick a lot of stuff from like yeah. over in Japan that I, that we really enjoyed. You went to Bandai Studios, right? Did you get, get a picture with the Gundam? Oh, yeah. We, it was not the Bandai Studios. It was like uh, we went to Odaiba Mall and like mm. out in front there was a big Gundam statue. Gotcha. Uh, that was one cool memory. Uh, another cool memory, I guess, is like I actually got to visit like places that I saw in animes that I got to see in real life. That's cool. 
So one of them was like, I don't know if you remember in the episode of Digimon where they're fighting on top of the TV station and they have like that big. Yes. Yeah. So I got to see that in real life. Cool. So it was very uh, surreal. And I'm just like, wow. It's like, this is not like, this is where the Digi Destin stood. <laughs> I am now Digi Justin for greatness. Yeah. And then, and then another one was from the movie called uh, Garden of Words. Garden of Words? I think that's what it's called. I, it's, I'm, it's, it's been a while since I've seen the movie. I think. I think it's up on Netflix still. It's one of the, it's a good movie as well. Uh, but they were over in uh, Shinjuku Gardens, and that's where we all went one day. And also the same thing. I got to see a scene where like the two characters were standing under like this like awning kind of thing that was surrounded by flowers, and like I took a picture and compared the two, and I was like, holy shit! It's like exactly how it is, especially because we saw the movie the night before. So we're just like, cool. Oh. And then I realized I was like, damn, I should research different places to go see in uh, real life. That would be a cool photography project is like fine IRL anime locations. Yeah, the thing is like well, once I came back home and started like rewatching some other animes, I'm like, holy shit, I've actually done this on accident. It's like, boom, saw it there, saw yeah. it there. That's a cool feeling. Yeah, so it was, that's a good memory I have as well. So, Well, shit, man, yeah, if we start making a profit off of these tournaments, let's let's take that money and go again. Yeah, I mean, I'm always down to go. <laughs> oh. And then last question, which I don't even think this is a question, but I appreciate you for asking this, babe. Uh, Tally asks, why use that word when few word do trick? <laughs> you make a great point, Tally. I mean, she definitely does. But I guess I should. I mean, I, I guess to like end with a funny story is that yesterday I uh, busted my shit on ice. Dumbass. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is like I wasn't really paying attention. Not that they're paying attention, but it's just like I don't see I don't see what happened to Tali. Next thing I knew, she was trying to tell me something, and like half a second later, I am laid out on my fucking back on the floor, oh and that's when she tells me, "It's like I tried to warn you that there was ice," <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah," it was like, "No kidding." I got like I'm telling you, if if I could see a recording of myself, it's like I got someone someone like got up there, got his sniper rifle, just like bang, take him out. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what it felt like. It's like I'm sure it looks hilarious looking from the outside because I, I I really wish there was footage of someone recording because I would die of laughter from so that. You can invest in a ring doorbell so you can get those kinds of shenanigans on camera. <laughs> yeah. So, but the funny thing is, like, once we came, when they came back home after picking her up from work later that day, is that I found all my coins scattered everywhere <laughs> along the floor, and I was like, "Holy you shit!" You went Sonic. Mode. I, exactly. I went full Sonic when I was like, "Oh my god!" I lost all my rings. <laughs> and, that, and I think that made her laugh even more about it. What I find hilarious is that the first time you busted your ass, you got up so quick, didn't even assess the fact that anything fell out, and you just got up and moved on with your life. Yeah. Oh, that's phenomenal. So, yeah, I mean, I'm feeling the pain now, but, you know, overall good. I'm, I'm okay. I'm doing Mom, good. Mama ain't raised no bitch. <laughs> I think just the whole Sonic thing is what makes me laugh. It just makes me, like, happy that that's that happened. That's so funny that that happened. But also just appreciate everyone for asking for asking all these questions. Thank you to uh, Tali, Jason, Jeff, uh, Chimichangun, the great name, <laughs> and awesome Pablo man. for your questions. Yeah, I like answering these questions. They're yeah. a good time. They're I could do an entire podcast of just answering yeah. questions. So uh, thank you all for that. And, you know, again, wonderful weekend. Thank you for all of those who participated in the Smash tournament. Honestly, I, it was a phenomenal turnout, and I'm really yeah. happy that everyone enjoyed it. I'm glad it. you all had a good time. I mean, I hope you all had a good time. Good time and Some I look had a forward, better time than others. Yeah. Wink, wink, remember that one? Yeah. 
Uh, I hope you look. I hope to see you again for the next tournament for Mario Kart. Look out for that one. Uh, just remember, you can always follow us over at Diversion sixty four and myself at Geek Night ninety on TikTok, Instagram, and on Twitter and YouTube as well. True, I'm uh, Bumbling B underscore on uh, Instagram. I actually posted a couple things finally, and I need to work on getting the rest of the thing in order. But well, there you go. Hey, you can see my projects. Uh, special edition Onyx that I'm going to be posting later today. Ooh, I know. I had a lot of leftover gold filament. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, but thank you for always for listening to another episode of the Virgins Podcast. And remember, have yourselves a damned good one. Later, losers.